This is the Grow to Glow podcast, and you're here with your host, Dana Lee. My quote for this day is, one gunshot a day keeps the gentrification away. I'm not promoting violence, however, maybe just shoot a gun in the air to keep the gentrification away. And I'm Anthony, my great-great-grandchildren already rich, so. That is a quote. Listen, thanks, B. Thanks, Beyonce. All right. Well, we want to give you some weekly updates. Welcome back to our podcast. Thank you so much for listening um, to episode one. Um, We got some great feedback. um, And we're really excited to continue on this journey with you guys. So as you guys know, last time we were drinking some wine. So I'm back at it today with some rosé. Okay. Five dollars from Target. Okay. Okay. Listen. Um, weekly updates. Anthony, do you want to start? Sure. I mean, this week was pretty uneventful. It was really low-key. You know, the Carters came out with their album. Just a blessing. A blessing is all I can say with that. Other than that, no, I've just been low-key at home on Netflix and shit, playing Sims, watching Queer Eye. Season 2 came out. And there's never been a show where every episode I cry. It's just so good. So if you haven't seen it, uh, be sure to check that out. And no, but there is a funny story that I wanted to share real quick because I do lift a couple days a week, like the driving, you know, when you get in and they drive you. So y'all know how it works. You get in the fucking car, your driver takes you where you need to go. So I'm lifting and two fools get in. One gets in the front, one gets in the back. And the guy in the front is like, hey, do you want to make some extra money? Wait, what? That already sounds fishy. Listen, okay, you know me. I just give a a puzzled, confused look. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, man, do you want to make some extra money and drive to L.A. so you can make extra money? I'm like, well, do you need to go to L.A.? Like, literally, I'll take you wherever you need to go. And I checked the destination and it wasn't set for L.A. It was for somewhere else. And he's like, yeah, man. Well, if you drive to L.A., you can make extra money, yes. you know, because it's it's busy out there. So listen, listen, this is what I'm going to do for you. Oh, for you. I'm going to change the destination to L.A. And trust me, you're going to make like two hundred dollars out there, man. And all you have to do is give me five dollars. What? And I was so I was so very confused because I'm like, so you're telling me you want me to pay you $5 to drive out to LA because I'm going to make some more money. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, well, I don't have cash. And he's like, well, can you go get it? I'm like, no, <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. I'm not. It's, so sketch. it's very confusing because never in my life has someone asked me that. Like, have you ever asked your Lyft driver to pay you? Oh, he, said, he wanted me to pay him. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not stopping to get no money. 
I'm lifting because I need money, bitch. I don't have money to give you. <laughs> what sense does this make? And if I wanted to go to LA, I would have driven to LA. Like it was, it was a mess. But he ended up going somewhere else, and I was very uncomfortable the whole time. I felt like Nini, you know. <laughs> Woo, child. The ghetto. The ghetto. So I think that was like the most eventful thing that happened this week. What about you? Um, well, so much has been going on this week. Um, let's see. I was sick. Father's Day was Sunday and I was with my dad all day and he was sick, but I wanted Aww. to take him out and treat him. Yeah. Yes. So I freaking got sick. And so I've been nursing myself back to health because I'm going to LA this weekend right. um, with my friend for her birthday. Shout out to Ariel. Hey, happy um, birthday. Is she another Gemini? Is this still Gemini no, season? Cancer. It's a cancer. It's cancer, cancer. season. That's right. Hey, cancer. Thank- God, we are out of Gemini. <laughs> all my Gemini fans were so upset at all the little Gemini tags we got. The shoe fits, honey. Hey, you better wear it. <laughs> but um, where are y'all going? Do you have like an itinerary? Not really. Um, basically, we're going to go to a concert. Um. Saturday night, mm-hmm. and that's not till really late. So during the day, she's trying to decide what she wants to do. Okay. Um, so I'm just gonna wait on her to see what she wants to do, um, and then we do a turnaround trip. So we're coming back to the bay on Sunday. Oh, so you're driving this time? Yeah, we're driving. Okay. Well, she's driving. Oh, she's driving. Yeah, because I know you always got something to say when I gotta drive. <laughs> when I drive. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, that was her desire. As long as you'd have been flying. Listen, okay, I would have bought a flight. I don't care how much it is because I'm not driving. I've done those days. I've lived in LA for four years. Lived in Orange County for four years. So that's been eight years of driving back and forth from Southern California to the Bay. I've done enough of it. I will pay for a flight. Right. I don't even care. Woo, child, drive it. <laughs> So, you know, that's what I got going on. But in other news, it's been quite eventful in terms of pop culture and political news. I mean, Tentacion, I think his name is, mm-hmm. he was shot and killed this week, which was really crazy. So I've been reading a lot of stuff on Twitter about that, a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, celebrities are responding, and it's very tragic. It's very sad. Right. A lot of comments surrounding, you know, his ongoing, um, I guess, criminal uh, case uh, regarding beating and assaulting his ex-girlfriend when she was pregnant and her needing, uh, you know, eye surgery, all these things and kind of having to uh, war between, you know, the sadness of his death with the kind of... Uh, actions um he ha- he had done before dying um so it's been quite intense to read different perspectives about it but otherwise very sad he was only 20 years old and you know fresh into the music industry game so that's been a lot and then <laughs> i hate to talk about this i don't and i'm not going to elaborate on it further because there are probably other sources listening to this podcast, and I know I'm being tracked low-key. Oh, you can track me. I'll say it. <laughs> but children being detained Mm-mm. in these kind of, I'll just say, concentration-like camps uh, with the president is really ridiculous. It's And 
<sighs> it's a lot. So it's just a lot of heaviness that happened this week where it's like every time I go on Twitter or Instagram or on the news, it's nothing good happening. It's all of this evil, evil, evil things. So, yeah, that's all I really have to say about that. I'm not going to delve into that any further. I'm just going to say, as Beyonce said in her album this this week, well, not hers, but it is hers. Jay, Jay was there too, but you know that one song, she's like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> you no, because it's trash. It's so sad, you know, and I see people trying to justify it and condone it. You can't. And if you are trying to justify and condone it, fuck you. Right. Fuck you. Like, it's not a question. People are like, well, it's illegal, this and that. Like, no. If you go open a history book and go look up the shit that was once legal and illegal in the country, like, and then develop some empathy and compassion for fellow human beings who are just trying to thrive and survive and live their lives, like, there's no excuse for that. So that was very disheartening and disgusting, but I'm not shocked. I'm really not shocked, but I'd encourage everyone not to be apathetic, you know, see what you can do to support. I literally just jumped on Google and said, how can I support the children separated from families? So yeah, y'all can find resources. You know, there's information about how to call your elected officials, donating to various organizations like the ACLU. There's things you can do literally take five minutes. You know, it reminds me of a quote from James Baldwin. It goes, if they take you in the morning, they will be coming for us that night. So I think we all got to stick together during these times, show some solidarity for one another. We're all just humans out here trying to do it. So it was sad, but that's all I'm going to say for now. Yeah. Well said. That was good. Definitely with those resources, guys, get in touch with uh, what he just said and try to do what we can. I mean, I'm more of a revolution type person. And, you know, when y'all ready to start the revolution, I'm with it. But for now, go ahead and yeah, (laughs) for now, give where you can. Um, Anything else we have to delve into for week updates, personal life? Um, No, it's very uneventful week on my end. But thank y'all, you know, again, for listening to episode one, all the feedback. I'm hoping this mic situation is better this week. So we'll see. And I'm hoping too, if y'all notice, like my grandpa kept coming in interrupting. So I had to edit some shit out because he don't give a fuck. He just be (laughs) coming in. You go trying to feed me chocolate almonds and all kind of he's i love your grandpa he's literally guys his grandpa is the most like young looking in shape coolest swaggy got the you know smooth (laughs) type grandpa it's a facade he's fake okay he's a pisces (laughs) (laughs) he's fake he's he'd be real mean but i love him so yeah so no that's that so Let's dive into it. So last week we talked about summer love and our personal preferences, stories, views, you know, monogamy versus thotomy and why men can't communicate in 2018 and can't get it together, etc., etc. Thank y'all uh, for those who, you know, we put some polls on the IG trying to see, you know, if you're about the beach or the museum or Netflix and chill and romantic dinner. And basically, most of y'all sided with everything Dana said. The majority of the percentages, I don't have them because they disappeared. And, you know, this technology don't love us. But everything Dana had said, y'all was siding with the majority of that. So that's mm-hmm. cool. That's cool, too, to each his own. It is what it is. <laughs> Well, you know, we're just here trying to get our long-term relationships, okay? Cute for you. Cute for you. (laughs) (laughs) 
But we well, did um, receive a question from one of our yes. listeners. Uh, do you have it? Do you want to pull it up and read yes. it and give them a secret name? Because if y'all send in questions, we ain't going to expose y'all out here in these streets, in these podcast streets. So just right. know we'll, we'll keep that confidentiality for you. Right. So this comes from... I will say Lucy Liu because hey. I just watched a Netflix movie with Lucy Liu and she is so bad. Like Listen, she, she is fine as shit. Oh. I was like, damn. Oh, don't sleep and on Lucy did, now. I know. I was like, okay, shoot. I forgot, girl. <laughs> anyway, Lucy Liu said the following. I started hooking up with someone who has made it clear they don't want to be in a relationship. I know that I know that that's something I'm looking for and I think I'm okay with things I am okay where things are right now with him, but my eyes are open to other people. Recently, he's been inviting me to hang out or go and do things or wants to get to know my friends. He's a friendly guy and I do like him, but it gets confusing when he wants to be all up in my life. For example, he once asked me to see if my friends wanted to come over to his place for a movie night. He knows that I do want to be in a relationship eventually, but he's adamant about not doing that because he's been hurt in the past. He also let me know he hooks up with one other person. It feels like he's conf- he's as conflicted as I am at times, or maybe not. I feel like I should stop seeing him because there's no future there. But I really enjoy spending time with him and having intimacy. What are your thoughts? Anthony? Mm-hmm. Oh, me? <laughs> 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 well... Thought? I'm torn. I would say, I'd say cut him off because there's a lot of fools out in these summer seas just looking to be caught. You know what I'm saying? And if y'all aren't on the same page right now, like you know what you want and he's saying he can't give that, like listen, you know? I've been on both sides. Y'all know, usually I'm on the side of, I tell you, I don't want anything serious. And then people catch feelings and then I feel bad and then I have to like cut them off and it's too much. But I've also been on the other side where I say I don't want anything, but then I catch feelings and then I end up getting all hurt and like in my feelings. But then it's like, well, they told me they didn't want that, you know. That's that karma. Stop. Real. That's that karma. <laughs> she be good. No, she. I, and I know I come off like I don't, but I be, I be my feelings. I'm a Cancer Moon. I'm very sensitive, low key. Okay, so, um, and I don't know the fact that he's giving mixed feelings. He just needs to get his. He needs to figure out what the fuck he wants first. So I'd say in the meantime, cut him off. Go do you. Be a thotty for summer. Find someone who maybe is looking for something more serious. Like it sounds like you are right now. And then who knows, like maybe he'll come back later and be like, okay, no, I'm ready. And then you're also ready. Or you'd be like, no, I moved on to someone else. Like (laughs) the fuck you should have been ready when I was, you know? But I think if right now you're both not on the same page, I don't think anything good would come from it. But like heartache and stress and it's summer. We ain't trying to be stressing. Okay. During those summer. So that's my advice. What about you? 
No, I would agree because I think he made it clear what his intentions were. And that's kind of in a way you can respect that because he says he doesn't want anything serious. Uh, He's talking, you know, he's hooking up with someone else. Um, So he's made that very clear. However, his actions can be confusing. I can see where you think like, okay, does he want this to be more? Because he's trying to insert himself in my personal life outside of just me. He's trying to get to know my friends. He wants them to come over. But if he's a social guy, I'm imagining him as a guy who likes to be around a whole bunch of females, Mm. it sounds like. Mm. Then um, maybe it's a strategic kind of thing. Maybe he's trying to see, like, who else you know. Chess pieces. Yeah, if they're as cool and dope as you, and and or he's or he just wants to get to know more and more people. Um, it sounds like maybe you know. It sounds like he's not ready to be serious. And I know like you're interested in that intimacy, um, and we all are. We all want someone to have th- that with. But like Anthony said, he's not the only person, you know, out there. There's so many different people out there, so many different people in different places that we can get to know, open ourselves up to for the possibility of love or for a fling or, you know, a relationship, whatever. Um, So don't limit yourself to someone who's made it clear what their expectations and desires are for who they are in that very moment. Just don't limit yourself to that because once you do that, that's when it starts to go down the slippery slope and you know you get you know catch feelings get your feelings hurt get disappointed Mm. start kicking yourself for Mm. you know you know getting involved in the first place thinking oh i should have got out of this a long time ago and so on and so forth he's made it clear you understand what the you know situation is if you want to keep hooking up with him on some like friends with benefits type hotation I mean, do it. You feel feel free. Go ahead. But uh, you know, I would just recommend you keep it as that, or don't have anything at all. That way, you protect yourself. And you're able to kind of move freely without um, holding on to someone who's never really going to be uh, connected to you in the way that you want them to. Amen. Good luck. Keep us posted too. Let's let us know what happens with this. You know, right. DMS sliding those DMs it goes down in the DM it goes down (laughs) (laughs) alright so we're gonna move on to our icebreaker and I was the one who was supposed to decide this and I just couldn't think of um a really uh good one however I saw a lot of different stuff surrounding our theme um on Twitter (laughs) it is kind of (laughs) <laughs> and, and then I started to think about different things and it's kind of funny to me because our topic for this week is friends and it's primarily based on uh, Yance, mm-hmm. you know, and the song that she released with her husband. Yes, her husband, her husband, uh, who happens to be a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> jay-z mr carter and it's uh you know the carters so let me just go ahead and jump into this icebreaker let me play my little song for a second oh yeah that's my best friend that's my best friend that's my best friend yeah hey we about to go out we got to go out now (laughs) hey so with our theme being best friend or your friends um, I saw a lot of different stuff on the Twitter universe. 
people on Twitter are crazy. I and that's why I, I stay on the Twitters. Um, okay, so we're talking about friends. We're talking about friendships. We're talking about things that you would do for your friend. Well, how far would you go for your friend? I saw a post of two young women who, you know, happened to be pregnant by the same man. And they are best friends. And the other f- girl was, you know, hyping it up like, oh, yes, like, I'm so excited to be having a baby. Uh, me and my ba- uh, best friend are having a baby by the same man. And, you know, we are so excited. She is due in such and such month. And we are just so happy. And they're both pregnant in their picture. Would you share a baby? <laughs> same man with your best friend. It's a no for me, dog. It's a no. Why? For what purpose? Right. I just have questions that need answers. And I, 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 don't, I'm a, I don't like judge, like whatever, to each his own. But mm. for me, I don't. Hmm. That's just so. For me, I feel like that'd be very messy. It's um, messy as fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be. Okay. It is, it's, let's, 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 let's call a thing a thing. It's, it's sloppy. And. I don't understand what 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 they what they're getting out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's like, oh, we share a connection because our kids are gonna be our kids are gonna be siblings. But what happens when? Okay, see, this is what I'm saying. Because he, what happens when he is feeling a, a type of way for one friend more so than the right. other? Then he like gets with this friend, and then the other one's on the outskirts, <laughs> and then it's just gonna be you know this new baby and him, and then. The new baby's getting like all the no the flyest gear and stuff, and the other baby's just like kind of on the outskirts. And right. I just see so much potential for so much fuckery that I would not have the time to be dealing with. And I just don't understand. For me, I can never. Cute for I you. Agree. Cute yeah. for you and your friend. Right. <laughs> I wish y'all the I- best. <laughs> I, I I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> like, I wish I would share a baby with my best friend. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Let me look. I'm not even gonna go into detail. I would if I found out my best friend is pregnant by my man. Let me tell you, okay? Because I'm not the and one. You and go, if like, that happens, you go come on this podcast. We go hash it out. We both. It's gonna be an on. episode. Uh, ain't no hashing nothing. I ain't talking about nothing. Okay, it's about to be a physical altercation. Don't play with me. <laughs> but that would never happen. No, never. Um, okay, and so then I saw another video of this guy swimming in the, you know, like a swamp lake type thing. And I guess he's being chased by an alligator alligator. So his friend, you know, sees, oh my god, my friend is being chased by an alligator. He jumps into the water and elbows the alligator in the head for his friend, and his friend's able to swim away and go to shore. Would you hop on the head of an alligator that's chasing your friend? Mm, I think it would depend on what friend. I I agree. Because <laughs> <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, nobody told your ass. First of all, no, you know I wouldn't be in this. Listen, my friends, none of us would be in this situation in the first place. So I don't. None of us are going to be swimming in no waters that have alligators in the first place. Yeah. So irrelevant because we would never and if one of us what were is, to put what, is? what if would, you're in florida and you decide to take a swim and there's a damn alligator chasing your friend we would say nobody told you us to do that you should know better so you better Are you go live in the water what am i gonna do 
Okay, so he jumped on top of the alligator and did it and work? The yeah, I guess the alligator just kind of went away. And then, yeah, his friend was able to swim to shore. They weren't too far from the shore. Mm. I think I would, I don't know if I would do, I would figure out, I'd try to figure out something else. But if jumping was the only way to like save their life and we were both going to get out of it alive, like in the situation, I would do it. But I feel like there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of um, unknowns and variables and shit in the situation that could go wrong. Like my skinny ass, if I jumped, like, <laughs> would that even do anything? I don't know. I, <laughs> I would just say yes. I'll just say yes, but I probably, in honesty, it was, there's so many. <laughs> I probably, in honesty, would not. <laughs> but for, you know, like, but I'll say I would. I'd, yes. I'd say I would want to, but in the situation, I feel like I would freeze and I wouldn't know what to do. Friends, my friends know that I am not the person in any situation where there's danger. I'm a flight <laughs> type of nigga, and I don't know. So I hope y'all know how to swim, but they wouldn't be stupid enough to be jumping in no water. So what about you? Would you though? You gonna body slam in there? You know, it does depend on the friend. I hate to say that. You know, uh, uh, I don't know that I would uh, jump on the alligator. However, I would grab a stick and Something. I would point it to them say, hey, grab onto this stick. Right. And I would certainly be there in the hospital yes. if they happen to get their leg. I'll pay your bills. Listen. Oh, I'll yeah. Pay- I'd be there for sure. Right. But am I hopping on the alligator? Listen. I just don't what? think that I'm so doing that. So we both get eight, then what? Right. <laughs> right. Then we both mm-hmm. dead. So what? For, for what? You know, I'll tell your story. You'll live on. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the next thing I thought of is, okay, you've seen Friday, right? Of course. Classic. And so you know Debo and how Debo came over there just like Debo. threatening his shit, yes. scary as hell. What you know, <laughs> yeah, like trying to fight all the time. If Debo was trying to fight your friend, would you hop in the fight? <sighs> Another one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Now we showing our true colors because our friends listen to this. So listen, listen, they know, but they know my true colors, so that's it's fine. I've been exposed because they know. Me. First of all, I can't fight. I'll put that out there. I've never been in a fight in my life. I did taekwondo when I was like six and seven, but I don't know how to fight. So if I jump in, I'm just trying to see like what the fuck that's going to do for the situation. I'm gonna yeah. just get my ass beat you're gonna get your ass beat but my <laughs> friends know like i tell them all the time like i know i know people i'm not a fighter but i know people so i'll probably call these people uh to come take care of debo because me jumping in isn't gonna do anything but i got some folks yeah. on deck that i can hit <laughs> up but me personally the way my fighting skills are set up it's just i don't see the point but you gonna you gonna be throwing them bows, huh? I I know I know you're gonna be throwing them. You're gonna be throwing bows. I know it. Who me? Yeah, you. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I don't I do not care. I don't care the size. I don't care the width. I don't care the weight. You're not Listen. putting your hands on my friends. Listen. Period. Tell Period. Them. Period. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. And I've always been that way, even for myself. Like right. I 
I used to get into altercations with guys all the time and be like, I'm ready to fight. So what's up? Oh. Like, that's just how I am. I don't, I just don't care. Like I've tried to fight a whole water polo team. I've tried to fight oh. maybe football players. The like, whole team, care. the whole team. They all can catch the hands. I didn't care. I mean, I'm much more calm now and much more uh, mild mannered. <laughs> However, you know, I think if you're trying to attack a friend of mine, someone who I hold near and dear to my heart, Right. Of course. I'm going to have your back 100%. Like, you're not about to try to put your hands on my friend. Period. Don't care. So, that's why I stand. <laughs> hey, let him know. I'm going to see. That's why I got you. <laughs> this is someone, you're the person, you're someone I would call when I say I got people on deck. I'm going to say, I'm not going to, but let me call Data. Uh, Data, hello. Listen, uh, hello? we got a situation here. Right here. All right. Uh, Debo is standing right beside <laughs> me, and I uh, I need you to cut this out. <laughs> Immediately. Thanks. Immediately. So that concludes our icebreaker, just to get a taste of how we are as friends. Now we're going to transition into our theme. And I want to start off by uh, discussing Beyonce. I'm sorry, I keep calling it Beyonce song, but JC is on the song. Yeah, but this is. I'm about like Beyonce him. song, Beyonce's album. No, it's called too, The Car. Whatever. Yeah, fine. fine. I know. <laughs> we we have to accept it. We gotta let that hurt go. <sighs> We're growing and glowing. So it takes me a while to let go of things. I'm a Virgo. <laughs> we hold on to shit. Okay, I'll hold a grudge. But you're right. You're right. And so, Jay Z. And Jay Z. So it's the Carters. It's off of their um, album that they released last Friday called "Everything Is Love." And I yes. love the cover. It has oh, a black female and a black man, and she's combing the black male's hair. And I just freaking love it. It's black as hell. In front um, of the motherfucking Mona, Mona Lisa. Lisa. Okay. Did you see? Did you see the meme of uh, you know how in "I Love" or "Flavor of Love," <laughs> where New York is like Beyonce? Yeah. <laughs> and there's a meme where someone was like the Mona Lisa was like <laughs> Beyonce when they came in I was dead I lost right. oh my god real talk though real real talk so let me play the the song and then we'll, di- we'll dive into uh, a breakdown of the song and talk about friendships yeah okay so Beyonce told us to take the song down she came for our next so we took it down we're not playing it. Y'all go listen to it. Go purchase it. Um, thanks. All right. That's a little snippet from her song called Friends. Oh, I'm sorry. Their song <sighs> called Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, it's hard. It's di- very it's difficult. It's very difficult. Okay. They're asking for a lot, honestly. <laughs> they really, <laughs> really are. Like, truly, Beyonce, we're trying here. Okay. Really, yeah. We're trying. Um, and I freaking, so out of all of the songs on that album, I like related the most to this song. Um, and once you break down the lyrics, she clearly, for me, at least she outlines the standard, uh, um, the foundation for what a friendship should be. And I wanted to talk about this because, well, she dropped the album last, they dropped the album last Friday. (laughs) Um, and you know, I related to the song and I think friendships are important, especially for me because, you know, this year I went through some, uh, horrible things. (laughs) I really, I lost my mom early this year and I think the, 
most important thing that's kind of kept me sane are my friends. Um, a lot of people will be like, well, what about your family? Well, you know, uh, <laughs> like sometimes, you know, friends are family. And I think she kind of gets into this in a deep, meaningful way. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to start by unpacking her verses and all of these verses that are, are lines that I'm going to give you are basically the standard for how I, um, perceive my friendships to be and how I think you should, uh, have as guidelines for your friendships. And that's us growing to glow. We want to make sure that we're maintaining positive, healthy relationships in this life because it helps us become a better person and helps us to be our best selves. So she basically gives us a blueprint for friendship. And so I want to kind of break that down and then we're going to go into our own personal opinions. Um, One, she says, friends should pull you up and never let you down. Amen. That's Mm. a fact. They pull you up and never let you down. So if you have a friend who is constantly tearing you down, that is not your friend, period. All right, two, because we're going to dive into this more. I'm going to try not to give my little comments. Do what you do. <laughs> what you do. Let it flow. Pre- let it flow. She was preaching on this song. I listen, was like, yes. Listen. Like, give, us, give us these guidelines. Listen. People really need to know. Like, people really, really need to get it. Because I think, like, even for my own personal friends, like, I tell them, you're allowing this person in your life for what? What do they bring to the table? What do they bring for you? They're like, oh, I don't know. They've done that. I want to hear hear all that. Like, Mm -hmm. what? Like, okay, anyways. So, two, I put friends don't pretend, period. Your friend should be keeping it a buck, real, all the time, every day, all day, okay? Three, get banned, spend it all on my friends. You shouldn't feel like you can't, like, treat your friends like and your friends should treat you like it should be a reciprocal kind of relationship for no new friends because Loki, that's just how i feel I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to make new friends because i love the friends that i have and and i've been through a lot with them so it's like uh, i gotta go through the ringer with you <laughs> oh I, I don't know Ooh, child. <laughs> Uh, five, never let them out my sight. They're right by my side. So meaning like my friends, I never let them on my sight. Like I know what's going on with them. I know where they're at emotionally, spiritually, physically. Like I got their back. They're by my side, period. I got them kind of thing. And then she says six, ride or die. Or that's my line. Six, ride or die. Like ride or die is my, the biggest thing to me. It's like with my friends, if you're truly, truly my real, true like legitimate friend I'm right I'm right or die period even within relationships but that's something separate but friendships for sure like if I've been friends with you for years I'm right or die seven we fly why cry our souls exposed yeah we smoke we laugh your stress my stress okay so I'm gonna stop there for a second our souls exposed. I'm taking that to mean, and this is my thing, guys. I love to break down lyrics and kind of unpack it and like d- dig deep into it. I'm really a big music person. But her saying our souls exposed is you allowing yourself to be open and bare your soul to your friend. Like if you're, if you feel incapable of telling your friend the deepest parts of you, uh, it's probably not like a really true, genuine friendship. Uh, we smoke, we laugh, your stress, my stress. I have a friend. 
well, I'll talk about later, but like of having a friendship where it's like that friend's stress is your stress. I'll just say my best friend got married last year, and let me tell you, I was stressed <laughs> on the wedding day. Seeing her stressed, I was stressed. Her being anxious, I was anxious because that's how close we are, right? And then she says, closer than Kim, that's me and her, that, you know, my best friend, I'm blessed, you blessed. Like, that's how it should feel. Like, that should feel like family. That's why I'm saying, like, my friends were really there for me in a time where I needed them the most, closer than my family. And I really mean that shit. Like, really, really mean that shit. I'm blessed, you blessed. And then eight, Jay-Z reference, I put it in here so we can, you know, show him some love. Uh, (laughs) Um, He said... Do you have a tight circle? Like, do and that's a valid question. Do you have a tight circle? And I think it's low key shade towards Kanye, because um, <sighs> it's like, you know, and let's use him as an example. I think he's allowed so many people into his life, especially speaking from a person who's lost their mother to another person who's lost their mother. Um, you are in a place of vulnerability. You're incredibly vulnerable. So if you're allowing people into your space who may not be completely genuine and honest and and well-meaning towards you, you know, that's going to cause you to become a certain person that maybe you're not meant to be. So do you have a tight circle? Because if you don't, you probably should. And I know a lot of people who want to have a whole bunch of friends just for the sake of having friends. But it's like, well, what about you internally is lacking that you need to have that big circle? You know what I mean? Like tight circle, I think is personal preference for me. Like I like my friends the way they are. I like my circle. I know who to go to for what. And I'm, I can fully function as Dana Lee in that way. Number nine, they pray, they pray, pray for me. They pray, pray for me, see better things for me, want better days for me. Unselfishly. What she said that. Unselfishly. Listen, I've, oh my God, that's so, 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 so important and impactful. Friends that pray for you, even if, okay, let's say they're not religious, but thinking positive thoughts for you, speaking positive things into existence for you, praying for you, above and beyond, seeing better things for you, want better things for you, and they're unselfish about it. There's something about an unselfish friend. Like, I will go to the moon and back for you. I mean, and it's, it shouldn't, you know, it's not about what you do or don't do for me, but it's like seeing that you care about me as a person beyond what I could do for you, beyond how it benefits you. That is, um, that's a critical um aspect of a friend or critical um trait uh number 10 whenever i'm in need they in the back seat whenever self-explanatory i need them they there period uh number 11 they ain't no pride involved that's important you don't want friends that have who are jealous and prideful and and all of those things and you can't connect because that person has too much pride to really agree or kind of like uh, humble themselves and kind of see the bigger picture. 12, what would I be without my friends? Because I feel like your friends are a reflection of you. 
13, about them, you might just catch these hands. We fall okay. out and we make amends. Listen, hey, that. that's me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's me. That's me all day because, like, I will fight for my friends. I made that clear, period. I, I just, about like, I will. Like, there's a situation with uh, my best friend. <laughs> I, hope, I don't know if she'll hear this or not. But one of her friends. <laughs> We went to school with, I don't know why. Like, I, I like her now. We're adults, so I'm, I'm cool. But back in high school, I feel like I just didn't like her. And I think it was because my best friend got jumped. And to my recollection, she was there. But my best friend can say, no, she wasn't there. She wasn't there. I'm like, no, the bitch was there. She was there. She, no, she was there. No, she wasn't. And I'm like, look, I don't care. Because anybody who was there and didn't fight, period, I, I don't like you. Because right. if I was there, everybody would have got snatched up. Ooh. And it would have been a problem because that's just how I am. Yes. That's the kind of friend I am. And we fall out. We make amends. I mean, all my friends I've had fallen outs with before, and we get over it. If you're a true friend, you're gonna get over whatever mm-hmm. issue it is. And then the last line that I um, picked out was "closer than kin, our souls exposed," which I think I already talked about. So just kind of reiterating that friends can be just as or if not more, so closer than your family. And that's okay. It's not like just because you're blood with someone doesn't mean that you're going to have the same kind of bond that you have with your friends. And that's what I've learned. And and that's what I've accepted. And that's what I kind of live my life by. Um, And being able to kind of expose yourself, your soul, your vulnerability, your weaknesses, your strength to your friends, that's important. So I think Beyonce gives a, yeah, Beyonce, Beyonce. and Jay <laughs> but mostly Beyonce, <laughs> <laughs> gives us this good blueprint of friendship that we really should internalize and, um, and go by in our lives. I think we should keep these things in the forefront of our minds when we're talking to our friends and, and thinking about our friendships and kind of maybe reanalyzing certain relationships, you should keep this in your mind. What are your thoughts? Agree completely, 150%. She couldn't have said it better. I mean, y'all know that Beyonce is a Virgo, so she's ours. Um, (laughs) Mother of Virgos, goddess, everything. And so as a Virgo, I just resonate with everything she said, you know? It spoke volumes to me. (sighs) Like, friendship is so important to me like point blank period i'm closer to my friends than my family and they know yeah. that like yeah that's been the case since like high school you know what yes. i'm saying yes yes yes, and yes, it's yes so important to me just because you have a choice you have a choice in who the fuck you want to be friends with there's a choice there mm-hmm. so I feel it's it's beneficial. Like you said, you're adding value to their life. I'm adding value to your life in some way. It's mutually beneficial. If not, if you're toxic or I'm toxic for you, like, what's the point? You know, I'm very protective of mindful of like the energy I want to surround myself with when I have this selection where like I can be surrounded by like like minded folks with good energy. So why the fuck would I want to be surrounded with people who don't really want the best for me? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, everything she was saying was real like oh my god what's important for me in like healthy in relationships is like number one i think authenticity mm-hmm. like i can be yes yes listen how i am like on the podcast and with my friends and situations like that's a hundred like 
I'm not like that with my family. Okay. I'm a whole mm-hmm. different person. So it's important to me with my friends. Like I can be a hundred percent myself, no judgment and vice mm-hmm. versa. Like, I don't give a fuck who you are. You can just be you say what the fuck you want, do what you want to do. And I'm not going to judge you. Like we can just be there with each other chilling, you know, like it, there's no, you don't want to have like any walls up or I'm afraid I shouldn't say this. Or I'm like walking right. on eggshells, like be who the fuck you are, say what the fuck you're going to do. You know, that's, I think the number one for me. And then support, like she said, I'm, like we genuinely care for one another. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, like there are no <coughs> motives or hidden agendas or like you're trying to get something out from me. I'm trying to get something out from you. We're there for each other. We fucking care for each other. We love each other. And we're going to be there for each other through the ups and the downs, the highs and lows, you know, and we're just rooting for each other in life. I want you to win in life. You want me to win in life. So we're going to support each other's endeavors and dreams. You know, I think I'm like a great hype man. I'd be trying to tell people like you're going to you're that person. You're going to get this what you want, you know, and we're supporting each other. Right. Um. You know, and it's like. I eat, we all eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I make, like, we're all about to eat. You eat, I eat. It's just, I, I don't know. I just, it's support. Mm-hmm. That's support that's there. And you can feel like, you feel, you know when it's genuine, when people, like, really are fucking there for you. Um, Like, a couple years ago, like, 2016 was a rough-ass year for me. So, I was like, you know, I knew who was, like, there for me and shit. Like, when I tell people things and it's like, that's very important you know who's like really going to be there for you through the ups and the downs and then like you said to keep it a hundred okay 100 percent you know don't be afraid of communication like it may be uncomfortable but the best way to get through things is just to work through it like you we right. may fall out whatever but if you truly value the friendship you're gonna take the time to work through it because i always have my scissors ready to cut people off if i don't give a fuck about them like that but if i truly if like i truly care we're gonna go through it we're gonna talk it out we're gonna work it out so that we don't have like pent up like animosity or you're feeling some type of way about something i'm feeling a type of way you know especially if i value it so i i've i've gotten better at that just communicating we shouldn't be afraid to tell each other things you know what i'm saying so long as it's coming from a pace of love like you want me to do better or whatever you know what i'm saying um Mm -hmm. so yeah i think that's important and finally just understanding of one another like sometimes like okay we have our own things going on so i can't always be there you know but just understanding that it's not like because i don't like you or don't love you or whatever it's just like you know sometimes we got our own things going on i can't always be hanging out or whatever i don't really feel like it and it's like you're not gonna be all upset and be like oh you're always flaking or whatever and vice versa like if you're not feeling like hanging out or whatever it's like i understand that you know so i just think having like a general understanding of one another and that's important too but everything you were saying in addition is just all <laughs> listen <sighs> healthy healthy friendships are important they help you grow as a person i especially experienced that um we'll kind of get into it a bit more later but um i experienced that the most my last year of college and you know i i worked i cut off a lot of people we'll talk about that later and i became an RA for apartment complex type thing on campus. And I made a lot of great friends there. Um, I'm Anthony there, hey, actually. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So oh, you, no, we I met mean, at orientation, but then we met again. Oh, there. yes, we met at orientation. <laughs> but we didn't become friends at orientation. That's right. We didn't become friends till yeah, then. That's right, that's right. Yeah, so... Um, 
So, I mean, you know, and, and I found such a great group of friends that helped me become the person I am today. I can say that they significantly impacted the way that I am today because I um, realized the importance of healthy friendships that had this foundation that the Carters outlined as well as what Anthony said. You know, when you have, when you're mature enough to kind of see uh, friendships in, in this kind of way, you're able to kind of assess, okay, who's going to truly be there for me? Who's truly not? Who's kind of iffy? Who's fake? Who's real? Mm-hmm. You know, you can sort through those things and you can determine how you want to move because your friends are going to help you develop and grow as a person. They're going to help you grow to glow. Um, so keep this in mind. It's not like... It's not, and what I always tell my friends too, and people in general, is it's not bad to cut people off no, and move on. I mean, so now we're transitioning. Let me just go ahead and say my piece. You better say it. <laughs> say we're piece. transitioning into <laughs> 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 we're transitioning into unhealthy, toxic friendships and what that looks like. Um, and me, I'm a big. I am a person who cuts people it ain't nothing like it ain't nothing it ain't nothing to cut that off that song drops (laughs) period like i am so serious i cut off people like it's nobody's business and i've been doing this since i don't know i think there was a time i think right before my senior year of high school i just changed i was just like you know what I don't have to tolerate a lot of stuff. Listen. And after that, it was kind of, that's just how I've been ever since. And I've been working on it because sometimes I can get a bit too extreme with it. Um, But I feel like, you know, um, if you feel like a relationship, friendship is toxic or unhealthy for you, if you're recognizing red flags and a person's kind of holding you down, um, being fake or dishonest or, you know, not really being genuine, you, you are allowed to remove that person from your life and you shouldn't feel guilty about it. I have a friend who I think that person feels guilty a lot of times of not letting people go. They like to have a lot of people in their life. But I tell them, and my question always is, well, what does this person bring to you? Like, why do you like to have them around? Oh, well, they've done this for me. They've done, well, it shouldn't be about what they've done for you, period. What do they as a person bring to the table? Because a friendship is an exchange of, of, you know, uh, skills or of knowledge or of, you know, emotional support. If that person's not bringing anything to you, why are they there? So me, I cut people off and I, no questions asked. You can't really get back into my life once you cut, once you cut off. There's, there's just kind of not any kind of way. Cause I'm pretty much done. I'm pretty much done with it. And I moved on and I hate, I sometimes hate to be that way, but at the same time, it's, it's, um, help me remain sane and deal with less drama and necessary baggage because I need you to be able to grow with me. Mm. I need to be able to be mature and, and, and kind of grow on this journey of life as young millennials. Or if you're going to be stagnant in the same place, then you do that. But I'm going here. And if you're going to stay in there, there, I'm going here. Then that's what it is. Um, And yeah, I feel like there were lots of friendships I had early on in in college that where people weren't interested in growing, they were kind of interested in being the same and doing a lot of 
fake things and being drama, 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 you know, and I had to remove myself because uh, they weren't growing and glowing with me. And, you know, I had to meet new people who were able to, you know, help me get my act together, essentially, and help me to see the kind of person that I could be. That's the kind of friendships that I valued and I, I keep you know, to this day for the rest of my life because there's people who saw the best in me and helped me grow to become that better me. That's what your friends should be doing for you. They should be helping you to become a better you, period. What do you think about unhealthy, toxic friendships? Listen, no, that's real. And I see, because I cut people off too, but I don't feel bad. I used to, but then I realized, I why am I going to spend time and energy trying to teach people how like I deserve to be treated when there's folks who already do that and who are there for me and love me like unconditionally like and I'm stressed over you when you really don't give a fuck about me for lack of better words you know so I'm like I don't have a problem with it because if you're just bringing (coughs) negativity and stress and no value I don't have time for it. And it goes both ways. Like if I no longer like we, we, you outgrow folks. And if I'm no longer doing that for you, if I'm just bringing, you know, I'm not bringing positive to your life. I don't mind. Like it is what it is. So toxic for me is just from experience. The thing is, I was trying to think, but I have such a tight circle. Like most of my friends are from high school and, you know, like my best friends from fifth grade and like some folks I've met in college, like you, um, but I realized, like, I usually keep a tight circle. <laughs> so I think more so in the past, I've dealt with, like, acquaintances who I've cut off. You know what I'm saying? You know Black, the artist Black, but he spells his name with a six? Yeah. Mm, I bae, love him. Bay, let me tell you. <laughs> but no, he has this line. He's like, know a lot of people, but I don't fuck with a lot. And I feel like that's hey, how it hello. is. Like, I know a lot of people. A lot of people know me, but I don't really fuck with you like that. Especially if i'm if i realize you're the type like you're you're very judgy you like to talk shit like bringing others down because it's like that's how you're going to be about like with me you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um folks who i've interacted with they don't i'm very discerning i can tell when folks really are there for me or they want some shit from me you know i've dealt with this forever like people feel threatened for some reason or they're uncomfortable with me same like what what? i'm just like why i'm just doing my damn thing i could care i'm not worried about it but you're threatened by that for some reason so then you gotta talk insecure that's insecurity then you gotta talk shit try to bring me down and you're talking shit the thing is what does uh big sean say slam whatever you keep talking that shit behind my back just know it keeps getting back to me or something like that hello like I, it always comes back it always comes back so i'm like you're over here i cannot stand that when people are in my face one way oh you love you blah 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 and then but you're back here talking to other people like i said i know a lot of people okay <laughs> listen <laughs> let's go get back to me so i just feel like that's what the quince is i'm like okay you're not someone i'm going to be vulnerable with that i'm going to open up to that i'm going to have that friendship level with you know if you demonstrate that uh you know those behaviors it's just it's not going to happen those scissors come out and i just cut 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 so that's like i don't know i just cut off a lot of acquaintances but i haven't the last friend i cut off was like when i was 20 because and that was sad because we were pretty close but she got with a her boyfriend and my friends have always mostly been girls and for some reason their boyfriends are always threatened by me 
And I'm like, nigga, I am not. Bay. Every time I bring up your name, <laughs> he'd be like, wait, who's staying there? Who's staying what? Who, what? Who's staying where? What? Who, who? Wait, who are you? Who, what? <laughs> I don't get it. I'm like, you have nothing to worry about, gentlemen. If anything, she should be worried that I'm going to be trying to get it. She want to know and slide in your DMs. Okay. Hello. Listen. Okay. Like, I'm I ain't like, worried about it. her. I am not worried about her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I could care less about what she working with. I don't give a fuck. I'm trying to see what she working with. I'm right. trying to tell her what she working with. Show me some, some, some pics, girl. Show me some. some, some. What's good? <laughs> so... The realty. Okay, now listen. So no, the last person, I think that was it. And that hurt because I was like, she's like, well, he doesn't want me to be friends with you because you're a guy. And I was like, so we can be friends after all this? And she's like, I guess not. And I was like, all right, bye. And it hurt. And I took her picture down off my wall because I had like in college, like a collage of all my friends and I had to take her picture down. (laughs) And then I'm just Uh like, well, keep it moving. So that's just unhealthy for me. Just the biggest things like, you know. You don't really, you're not, you don't want me to win in life and you're just fake and we should be there for each other, support each other and we want each other to win. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. So, I mean, that's our take on, you know, unhealthy, toxic friendships. I mean, we can continue to go on and on about all these things. We have examples of, you know, good friendships, bad friendships. It's just really, really important to keep these things in mind and give you perspective. I had a person who I considered best friend and I was really close to in college. Um, Despite everyone telling me this person is crazy, this person is a psychopath. I said, I like crazy. I like psychopaths. (laughs) (laughs) I like Chase. What's killing Eve? (laughs) I like killing Eve. (laughs) Which I finished, by the way. Love the show. Um, And I was really close to her. We began to live with each other. And that's when all hell broke loose. And I got to see this person for who they were and how toxic they can be. Um, And, you know, I got into some things that I probably would have never got into if not for that person. Good and bad. The person did introduce me to a lot of... um, healthy things actually you know my podcast idol hey friend hey i you know got introduced to healthy things and 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 trying to create a healthy lifestyle that's you know i began that journey from that person she gave me a lot of information a lot of she helped you know we were each other's you know um good friends before we live with each other then you move in and it's like okay like that person expected me to be there with them all the time or kick it all the time or be available for them all the time or you know all like i don't know kiss their ass i i really don't know um but it it turned out kind of bad so being um aware of friends who need more from you than what you're able to give that's another thing to keep in mind because you want someone who understands you and understands where you're coming from it's so important to have someone who just understands you um understands you as a person and gets it and knows it like my best friend her name is nene hey girl i don't know if she listens to this but i have to send this to her (laughs) like she just she's a friend who just gets me period she knows like my good the good things about me and the bad things about me when i'm 
so rude, when I'm mean, when I'm nasty, she understands it. When I have attitude, she understands it. When I'm in a good mood, she understands it. When I'm in the sleepy mood, she understands it. When I'm, you know, every part of me, she gets. And every part of her, I get. And that's why we're able to work so well. Like, she's literally um, someone I, I lean on when I'm weak and someone I go to when I'm strong. Like, you know, um, she's just kind of an example of that. She's very open-minded, very... Um, she's an awesome friend. Um, and I think also to keep in mind for toxic friendships is friends who want things, who do things for you just to want things in return. Mm. Keep that in mind. I mean, you know, people, it really bugs me when people do that because I've experienced people who do things just genuinely so I can easily recognize when someone's doing something because they want something back. Um, and the friends that do things genuinely, I go above and beyond for like, I will, I will do anything for you because I know you would do anything for me without wanting anything back. And that, and I respect that. I can't respect someone who wants something back from me. And it's like a tit for tat kind of thing. Well, I'm keeping track of all the things you've done for me. So if you don't do this, then I'm like, oh, well, I did all these things and you never did this. Like, that's just petty and childish. You, you kind of need to grow up. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, in terms of good friends, I like I said, examples of those is like Nene. She's really been there for me. Even my friend, uh, my other best friend, I don't know if she wants to be named on this, but she's really been there for me. Um, and you know, just slept over when I needed, you know, kind of almost without me asking like, Hey, I'm coming over to sleep over when, you know, when I really needed someone around, um, allowing me to go over to her house all the time and just kind of kick it. Uh, just really kind of being there physically, for me, um, in terms of other friends, uh, friends I can go out and do crazy wild things with, friends I can talk to for hours, um, friends that are just there when you need them in the darkest of hours. I think those are really important and who are genuine and don't need anything back in return. Those are the friends that I know I'll keep for the rest of my life and that I do anything for. What about you, Anthony? Mm. Say it. No, everything you said. <laughs> Basically, no good friends. I mean, same thing. Like, like a couple years ago it was like rough. So there's folks who were there for me. Like I was like I would dream myself a lot, but they would just pop up. And even if I didn't want to like go out, I just wanted to be surrounded with people. So they just come chill at my apartment. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, there's a time actually my old former coworker, but she's a great friend of mine. But like, I thought I, I had like this awful migraine, like awful, like for a week. And I thought I was, I was like, oh my gosh! And she took me to like the ER, <laughs> like at twelve, stay with me all night. I was just like, what? And she's a Gemini. I said Gemini. Hey, no, the Gemini's will do that because my Gemini friend stayed with me at the hospital with my mom, so. They are really. We talk a lot of crap about but them. But we love y'all. We love we them. Really we love y'all. Love y'all. We do. Um, just they've been there through whatever. Even you know, treating me, I treat them. But they're there. They're just. They're just always there. So, like I said, my friends, like most of them, we've been friends since like high school and um before, just because you know, it's they're there for me. I'm going to be there f for them too. So. 
you know they don't we don't want shit from each other you know what i'm saying because i've dealt with that a lot <clears throat> especially like in college like folks you just want shit from you or they're trying to see what they can gain and it's like i'm good <laughs> you know what i'm saying um lives making because she lives far from her friends she's from california but lives on the east coast and she's trying to you know find friends and make new friends so i wanted to know did you have any recommendation recommendations for those who don't have a lot of friends who are in new places and want to create some new relationships with different people friendships nope I need advice because I don't know how to make new friends either. You wrote something. I wrote, listen, it ain't going to (laughs) happen. The way this introversion is set up, I do not, I don't make new friends. I stay in the house. I watch Netflix. I play The Sims. I'm to myself. And the thing is, a lot of times, like, remember I told you this? Like, we weren't friends at orientation. Like, I wanted to be your friend. But I'm awkward. I'm socially awkward. I'm shy. And I'm an introvert. So unless you like approach me and stuff like I'm just going to you're just going to be a friend in my head. So I don't know how to make I don't know when the last time like when's the last time I made a friend. Anthony, you literally make so many friends. I'm calling bullshit right Damn, now. What did I know a lot of people, in but college, I don't fuck with a lot. I know, but still, like people want to be your friend and be cool with you. You just don't allow it. That's what it is. Because I'm a Virgo and I don't let people in. But oh, I don't know. I don't know how to make like if they literally vibe with- everybody. Well, I just gave away where we go to. School. <laughs> you should stop. Did you see I froze? You remember that meme? Of, you remember that meme of uh, Taraji? from empire when she's like hiding behind the car <laughs> i'm like wait bleep that out bleep that out i mean you go ahead bleep, bleep. um i don't know i'm i don't know but i'm not trust i don't trust people i mean they're acquaintances i feel like like my core friends i have like i can count them on a hand you know but i don't know i would say just be yourself go to things that you know what are your interests what are your what are your hobbies you know um, go to places where you know you feel like you like your vibe attracts your tribe I think they say so like do you like to go out to like the clubbies like go to the clubbies and like talk to people if you're like you like like reading go to a like bookstore or fitness go to a gym or something and like go to places where you think you'll be surrounded with people who you know share your similar interests and I guess just go from there but it's really hard it's honestly so hard for me to meet people people would be surprised but honestly I'm so shy and I don't know uh, so I guess just be yourself and uh, see what happens. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. No, that's good. <laughs> no, I, that's don't, good advice. I really don't that's know how good to advice. <laughs> I mean, I would kind of say the same thing. Like, go out to different places. I lived in um, the L.A. area by myself. All of my friends and family being in the Bay Area. Um, and then I had a few friends in Southern California. Few meaning two. <laughs> Anthony being one of them. <laughs> So, <laughs> I mean, sometimes I would go to places alone and just explore, allow people to talk to me. However, I have a lot of trust issues with people, so I didn't really allow them to talk to me. <laughs> right. Say that's it just stops. But like, I would recommend for you, <laughs> for you though, public, you know, if you feel comfortable with that, that's how you make friends. Um, and I made friends. I actually did make some acquaintances at the gym which is cool because i went to the gym a lot um and church as well but i think yeah putting yourself out there in a public space 
uh, going to different events. I went to different events by myself a few times. Actually, I, I, I did do that. And I met a few people, made some connections, networking and all that stuff. Um, so I think that's really the best way. I know I told my friend for her specifically that it was it's okay to be alone sometimes too. Um, I People always comment on my strength and how I am as a person. And I think part of that has to do with living alone and being alone in L.A. Mm-hmm. And literally, you know, that's how I, I became the G that I am. Like, okay, I, listen. I say like you, I mean, it's okay to be alone. Sometimes it's great to have your friends when you need them, but also it's okay to get to know yourself and do some, you know, self realization and some analyzing of, you know, a lot of deep things within yourself to kind of get, gain some insight and to grow and to glow. You know what I mean? So, it, you can go out by yourself to different places and you can stay at home do some self-reflection watch a movie whatever okay that's the best advice that i have listen ain't nobody gonna love yourself like you gonna love yourself so that's what i've been doing this year like this whole year i've been kind of withdrawn and just getting back to basis i'm like damn i missed you like you're actually like a cool person um <laughs> you know i'm my best friend i'll be talking to myself we be right. to treat myself exactly. have you heard of movie pass i didn't know about this so, you maybe. pay like like Sounds ten dollars a month and you get like go go to watch a movie like a like every day or some shit instead of paying like $20 for one movie but no I'd be like going to take myself out and it's things like I would never do before I used to always need to have like someone there so yeah even just spend some time with yourself get reacquainted that's cute too so yeah Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that so going on to our growth segment um some (laughs) I don't know we like to put a little fun stuff in here let us know if you like this or not or want us to get this out of our show Um, (laughs) get it out immediately cut it (laughs) but I I like to provide helpful resources and things pertaining to our topic or not even helpful resources but kind of just fun stuff so some songs related to friendships that I found if you want to check it out or kind of you know but like oh yeah that is about friends no new friends by dj khaled which keep that 100 mm-hmm. no new friends that's how I, mm-hmm. I mean i'll be open to it but maybe uh depends summer, on the day <laughs> right summer friends by chance the rapper i really like that song i mean i looked at it deeper and i looked at the lyrics and he's kind of reflecting on his friends that he kind of grew up with and starting at a young as a young child and i thought it was a cute it's cute it's cute it's a cute song okay um, what about your friends? TLC, yes. throwback. Yes. Click by Jay Z. Ain't nobody remember my click. 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 You know, Ay. got you feeling the type of way about Ay. your friends and okay. your click. Listen. And you bouncing and you, you know, right. y'all kicking it, y'all walking through, y'all coming to the club. Stepping y'all in the club, okay. Just stepping in the club. What? Mm. And what? Who want it? What's up? <laughs> and then the last thing is you've got a friend of me from Toy Story. Oh, that's cute. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Do you remember Toy Story 3? Kind of. Kind of. Did they burn in the end? Did- Someone's <laughs> fire. <laughs> Did somebody burn in some fire? 
Goodbye. You need to re we're gonna rewatch this. Oh. Are you kidding? This came out when we graduated high school. Okay. Yeah, there was fire involved. Right? They didn't burn up. Oh, we're, I'm not gonna spoil. We're gonna rewatch this. I'm putting this on okay. our list. Next time I see you, we're watching this because that movie <laughs> was everything. Those are cute. I actually never heard of Summer Friends, or maybe I have and I just don't know the title. So I'm, I'm gonna look oh, at that good. one. Yeah, it's a good song. Cool. I don't. The ones I put. These are just like memories and situations that I remind me of my friends. So y'all know who you are if you're listening. Um, and if y'all haven't heard these songs, you should look them up. So Tooted and Booted by YG takes me back to some special times. Hey, I said what's up. Mm. I said what's up. Hey, what? Hey, you know why? Tooted and booted. Tooted and booted. I wish I could see you right now. I'm twerking, booted. twerking in my seat. Lip gloss with little mama. That takes me back to some things. Marvin's room was, listen, Marvin's room by Drake. What was I like? 19 when I thought I was going through some heartbreak. And my friends, we would sit in the car crying to Drake. Oh, yeah, you were 19. Because I was like, I was 20. You ain't going to come. Guess I'm about to just kick it here then. oh my god love that high school musical all those songs just yes and murder she wrote murder she wrote murder she wrote so those are just some things that you know remind me of my friends and take me back to some special memories so listen to those y'all if you haven't heard of them and now we're gonna talk about how we've adjusted to glow up as a friend um, cause our podcast is grow to glow. So we've talked about our growth as people and the things that have become important to us and our friendships. So for me, it's trying not trying my best not to cut people off. Um, okay. I'm listening. I know. Right. I'm trying because that's been my, my go-to for so long. My mm-hmm. defense mechanism. Right. Like, and I had to check myself because you know, obviously, after my mom died, I was just emotionally all over the place. And I was just like, I don't care about anybody because, you know, I lost the person I cared about the most. However, like, I definitely have had my friends there to support me and be there for me through all of it. And one friend who I'm really, 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 really extremely incredibly close with, um, you know, I got irritated about something with her and, and and we got into a little disagreement and I cut her off. Like I was just like, whatever, I'm I'm done with you. And obviously this person's never gonna let me cut them off. She's kind of <laughs> You thought I know, she's like she's like, bitch, you thought. You thought <laughs> Like and she's a Gemini, so like she's yep. insane. So I there's just no way that she's gonna let me cut her cut her off. So she would still like keep texting me even though I was ignoring her, put her on do not disturb. Like I'm like, I'm not talking to you. Uh, uh don't ever contact me again in your life. Like that kind of tip. And then after we've kind of like reconciled and talked about it, I had to look at myself like, ooh, that's such an ugly thing that I did. And that's when I realized, okay, even with, you know, the the person I'm dealing with on a more romantic level, I cut that person off and and I, I I'm I never allow things to resolve. I just cut things off. And I have to realize that that's not the healthiest way to approach things. 
Um, another way that I've kind of grown up in my friendships is being open-minded to people and how they evolve as humans. I'm very, very open-minded to all of my friends. You can present anything to me and I'll be like, okay, like, let's work through this. Like, let's talk about it. Like, how are you feeling? What are your thoughts? Like, let me get your perspective on it. I'm never going to be like, oh my God, uh-uh, are you real? it goes nowhere it's about accepting your friends for who they are and what they bring to you you know either they be mature or immature remember the value that the person has in your life and why you need them and why they need you be open-minded because it's one of the most, it's literally one of the most important things to me. Your friend should be able to come to you with anything about everything, period. Nothing can be off limits. I have friends of all ethnicities, sexual orientations, family backgrounds, experiences, like you name it. I know someone who's been there. And so I'm very open to them and very open to whatever they're going through, even if I don't agree. There's a ton of stuff my friends do or say or have, involved and be, have been involved in that I don't really agree with. But I love them to the core of who they are, that I want them to know that they can come to me with anything. I'll accept it and I'm riding with you however you want to do it. However you want to do it, whoever you want to be with, whoever you know, whoever you want to fight, whoever you want to like, <laughs> you know, uh, Whoever you want to be in this life, I accept it. And I'm going to give you my opinion about certain things, but I'm also going to be open-minded enough to not offend you when I give you that opinion. I'm going to give it to you real, but I'm going to remain open-minded. There has to be a balance. So be open um, to whatever you're going through and allow your friend to be free and evolve freely with you. Um, share the journey with each other. You grow, grow as humans with each other. I think that's important. What about you, Anthony? Beautiful. <laughs> love it. I love it. I think um, the two things for me in terms of how I've glowed up <clears throat> is number one, trying not to project my own expectations so much onto others because I know sometimes I have a lot of expectations and I've learned like, in terms of, I guess, like, have you ever done the love language test? I don't remember mine, but there's mm -mm. this thing called, like, a love language, and it tells you, like, how you show love and how you like to receive love. Yeah. And just, you know, just because someone doesn't show love or something in a certain way doesn't mean they don't care about you. You know, we all do it in different yeah. ways. Like, I'm the type, I'm not great with words and like emotions and dealing with feelings and things. Like, I'm not good at like talking about, like, I don't even do it with my own. So I like, to show it through actions like i'm gonna just do shit for you and i'm not gonna i'm not really good at talking so it's just like that so if i'm like well they didn't do this so they don't care they're not a good friend and learning like we all show it in different ways mm -hmm. and being receptive to that you know what i'm saying yeah um and and being okay with that too like my best friend from like fifth grade i've told her i love her like three times i've gotten sappy in like 15 years but she still fucks with me because she knows i'm like, cool, <laughs> I'm a good person and it's just like people who understand that you know we're all different we all care about each other and we show it in different ways so that's something too like not to have expectations well they should have did this and they should have did that and they did right that. like calm down like they you know i just get really defensive and protective but yeah um that and i think to communication learning how to communicate better in the past i would let things like bother me but i don't don't speak out on it and I just let it 
you know, I bottle it up and then over time I get more annoyed with the person. And it's like, for why? Just if something comes up, address it then and there, work through it and keep it pushing. You know, it's not that serious. Um, So I think I've been better at communicating and being open to to listening because as a Virgo, like I always say, we're perfectionists and I'm already very hypercritical of myself. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times I don't like to hear it. Uh, from other people like I get defensive or I shut down especially if it's things I like I already know I'm like I probably already know that about myself so I don't like to hear it sometimes so when friends would approach me like well you could do this or whatever like and I just like will throw a walls up but it's I've learned over time that people really have my best interest in mind at heart so it's like just being open and receptive to listening um to that you know what I'm saying because nobody's perfect and right yeah so I appreciate it now like feedback and I'd be asking opinions and things and like okay just read me tell me you know I don't like being read but tell me read me to filth filth, drag me tell me everything about myself like a book and it's fine now because it's with people like if I really care about you like I want your opinion like I want to know but if, if, if I don't give a fuck like I don't give a fuck what you think about me but if I do care and love you I do like I want to know so right I think those two areas probably the most yeah Okay. Mm-hmm. So transitioning now to our goal. I'm sorry. Our glow goal of the mine would be to call a friend and make plans a s a p. Someone that you haven't hung out with in a while. You know, someone who may feel unappreciated or overlooked. Treat them, whether it be a good time, laughter, buying them a book a concert, a movie, share time with your friends, make sure they know um, how much you value their friendship. I think that's important. I was a person who wasn't doing that a lot. I actually didn't really reach out to my friends like that. And so my therapist called me out on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she started giving me homework like, okay, I want you to call a friend and I want you to make plans. And I was like, what? But they're going to be annoyed that I'm calling them. <laughs> Like, I don't want to bother them. Like, no. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I have this big fear of like bothering people and right. being like annoying. Yes. Um, Listen. I'm, to do that. I'm telling you, these things have really set me up. Like, all of it was purpose because this was last year. I received that feedback. And then now, in, in the time when I need them the most, I am not afraid to call them. Let me tell you, I will call a friend in a minute. Like, hey, can we do something, please? <laughs> now. <laughs> so, right. So, these things, these intentional acts are serving you for a certain reason so that maybe when you end up going through something it won't be that hard for you in your dark times to contact a friend or reach out like it would be you know had you not grown or completed this goal so that's my little glow goal what about yours i like that i think i'm going to do that too and I think I'm just going to do a general check-in and send some, like, how are you texts. Because I don't mm-hmm. do that enough, like, just to check in, like, how are you doing, you know? Yeah. Like, what's up? How's life? How are you feeling right now? I think a lot of times, like, well, I know, like, I'll just speak for myself. I get caught up a lot, like, in what I'm doing. Yeah. And so even though we can go days, weeks, months without seeing each other, when we do see each other, like, we do check-ins. But just I think it's good to just routinely check in. Like, hey, how are you? Haven't heard from you in a while. Hope all's well. Just doing better at that. Just see how folks are doing and feeling in life. You know what right. I'm saying? So I agree. Yeah. Yeah, so those are our takeaways regarding friendship. 
Um, you know, if you guys have any feedback, you have any stories you want to share, please, please send us a DM on our social media pages. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at grow to glow. Uh, you can email us at grow to glow podcast at gmail.com. And we will definitely mention your story during our recap of the next episode. Um, and feel free to email us any general questions of topics we've already touched on. So summer love and friendship so far, or if you have any recommendations for what our new episode should be, uh, anything else to add, Anthony? Nope. I think that's it. Uh, I'm just going to end with my quotes from Alice Walker, who is the author of the color purple. If y'all ain't read it, if y'all ain't seen the movie, wake up and go read it or watch it i just saw the play it was great oh i've seen it too yeah gosh i love a good play but (laughs) she says no person is your friend who demands your silence or denies your right to grow and how freaking relevant is that right grow to glow okay i saw that and said universe speaking thank you right noted And um, my positive quote for this upcoming week is they pray, pray for me, see better things for me, want better days for me unselfishly. And that's from our queen, Yonsei. Um, I think it's just so applicable to how you should perceive your friendships. If your friends aren't wanting the best for you and wanting to see you, the true version of you, um, in an unselfish way, then I don't think that's your friend. And I think you should accept that and move on. I mean, keeping it a buck. So that concludes our grow to glow episode two. Thank you for tuning in. We're so excited to have you guys on this journey with us. Please tell a friend, share this episode. Um, we're trying to promote as much as possible, but maybe if you, you can make it a goal to just share it with one other person this week. Yeah, um, just one, just one. But that concludes our episode. And with that said, shine, shine bright, bright and, and be, be the, the light. light. <laughs> bye bye now. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Bye guys.